0: Welcome back to the Mockbang episode of um, uh, Mike Lane. Um, We're going to be eating here for the next few minutes. So, well, bear with us and we'll get this rolling. But until then, all you Mockbang enthusiasts who've been clamoring for an episode, this is for you. I'll stop. I guess I, I'm not gonna stop. I still have a few more bites, but um I guess um we should do an intro this time. Um, all right.
1: How about this? Do you want to eat your food?
0: And you'll do the intro? I can certainly try. All right, go for it. Amazing. I'll, I'll eat I'll eat as quietly as I possibly can. Oh, <laughs> oh this is delicious. Oh
1: god, yeah. All right, <laughs> so, oh, god. so uh
0: um, second, go, go for it, Tom. The second
1: um, of our two winter events was mm, uh, the mm, Wicked Norista, mm, uh, put on by Rock Hard Racing. Grab me some of that, oh yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I'm sure they're they're super thrilled by this segment. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, basically, that, that took place at Portland um, mm. State Park in Easton, Massachusetts, um, on the South Shore. Um, I meant to yeah, like introduce us, Tom. Oh great. I did. all right. Um so I right. so Cut. Cut. okay.
0: No going back now, baby. Send
2: oh it. Oh Sign it. Roll the roll the intro. <laughs> there you go. Um, so it's done. I guess
0: anyway. so now now I guess we'll I'm I'm Riley. These are my, my pals. Ed. Ed, and and uh, today he's the North. Um, that's right. Also known and as North. And I Tom. remember. Oh dear! And I remember. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, as as Tom was trying to mention while I was um, mock banging or whatever. Yeah. Um, this yeah, this was our second like winter event, and I say hour loosely because I was not there.
1: Very um, loosely. Uh, <laughs> they <laughs> happened
0: one one weekend after the other. Um. Tell us, tell us about Wicked Norista. Someone, someone, please tell us.
1: E- either, either of you. All right, Ed's still chewing on the mic <laughs> or on the cam. So I'm, I'm cheating. Yeah. All right. Uh, so this was unlike Winter Woolly. This was a, uh, you know, as competitive as you want to make it, but technically competitive um, cross country event. Oh um, God. It's a, uh, it's a short track course. It's like seven miles and change. I want to say, uh, for one lap and you could sign up for multiple laps. I had signed up for two. Um, I DNF'd this event. I did one lap and called it good. Um, there's reasons behind that. Uh, but basically the weather was kind of hectic all the week leading up to this. Um, I believe the race date was what the, uh, was it the 13th or the 12th? 13th, yeah. baby. So, I I have a way to kind of like
0: set the scene for this. Um sure. so we had our big uh snowstorm what? Uh week and a half ago. Yeah. Um we had like uh about a foot or more in uh most of up here. Um and uh that was uh, melting away
1: um significantly significantly yeah there was a freak um,
0: warm spell we had a 50 and then 55 degree day friday and saturday um and the event was on sunday um so i had titled this episode wicked norista the official ice rink race um <laughs> because that's that's what i thought was in store for everyone and yeah. why i was gleefully not participating <laughs> um sorry mike um it was it was
1: still a nice race
0: oh okay <laughs> that a little bit gives me gives me some solace um the morning of sunday uh we got snow like legit snow yeah. um and uh it was um it looks like a really cool time yeah ed if you want to talk about like the saturday ride that you did because you helped like set up the course and ride around that saturday but um, Saturday
2: was super warm, too. It was, like...
0: Yeah, I think it got up to, like, 58
2: that I mean, day. You, you can see, like, okay, there were still sections that were, like, kind of icy. All right, so, like, it basically had snowed and melted and then froze and got cold. So the majority of stuff here was, like, ice and snow in the woods, but it was only in sections where there was, like, obvious cover by trees. Um, Other sections, like, I don't know, they were just super, super slushy as it got warm, and there was, like, no hope in regular like 2.3 2.4 2.5 trail tires like they just were too thin to do any sort of floating um yeah so the, i think the warmth really was like i think it was more of an eye opener to conditions because knowing it was going to get freezing and potentially snow you can kind of plan out like ahead basically your approach to certain things like not that i should have been like not that i was going to go be a champion and like you know I'm gonna win this thing because I'm like I got the advanced preview. <laughs> it's more of like stay alive, like know the sections where you could get effed up if you're just gonna run it, like if this ice is up and it snows over it. It just gave it a pretty good idea of like what to do where you know if things so we, would change, you know.
0: Yeah, we knew that it was that it was gonna be warm that Saturday and it was gonna get cold that night, like to the point where things would freeze. Um, exactly what i did not realize and perhaps it's because i wasn't paying attention to the weather i did not realize that there was going to be snow coming in that looks like it made this awesome to be there um yeah but you guys can fill me in on that
2: yeah um we we did the course bike picked the course up basically he was like all right we, you know we've done here we've done this a bunch of times here um which would be the most fun or even some sort of variation but we also like didn't pick some areas because conditions would have made it like disgusting or like you know we thought about how it would be considering the incoming weather but with that being said i think you picked a good course like it was a really good course it was great just probably the best version of that for the you know the snow that came in and the conditions that developed um but yeah so i mean we get there in the morning and like Tom's like Tom said, like woke up and it's like snowing. It's like, okay, this is more snow than they said was gonna come. Um, you load it up and you get there and it's like, okay, great. This is actually really coming down now. Like, you know what I mean? Like I'm not I'm there like maybe 30 minutes before. I'm like, all right, I see Tom's car. I'm gonna go find him somewhere, right. right? And now he's got the orange jacket, so he'll stick out. But again, orange is the biker's favorite color, so it's like literally everybody's wearing a goddamn orange <laughs> jacket. You know, it is like
1: every every fourth <laughs> person had the same jacket
2: on. <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, he's got the he's got the beard too. I was like, all right, there he is. Um, I was war- no, okay. I don't I don't know if we want to get into like the the wardrobe and the, everything first, but I think maybe I'll go from my experience here. I had bibs on thermal bibs by the Black Bib Company, and I just need to say like they were amazing. I usually have like an over pair of pants, for, like crafts i think it was um but these were so good that i just needed a single layer and it was like extremely freeing movement wise because i can actually like move my legs and without like catching a seat or something like that so um shout out to the black big company those things were amazing um yeah so we basically get there mike's there find tom he's like all right i I get there late because that's obviously the opposite of tom um, so, I'm like, all right, I got to rush around, gonna like hastily pin my tag to the front of my bike. Um, hope for the best. You know, I have five minutes for a start. Everyone's pretty chill. It's nice, you know, it's a nice group. Everyone's itching to get out there. Um, I think nice the, environment. Yep. Yeah, yeah. I think the experts went first and they staggered. I think he said one minute start times. Um, so, which was interesting because I think we ended up getting a lot of jams in some tight spots, but I kind of, guess that's what makes racing interesting is that like you get kind of packed up some places um and it just kind of throws a wrench into a lot of people's stuff but our group i think it was novice it wasn't sport i think sports the full two laps right i think we were novice yeah um
1: which is what i signed up for was sport and i like i said i in all fairness i dnf'd i did one lap and quit while i was ahead um, so did so I hurt myself at all. <laughs> so did it go
0: expert then sport the novice went I think, off? I think that's then. how it was. Let's see. Yeah. Expert. You, so you still you guys and novice still caught up with some of the sport folks?
2: Yeah, I feel like it was only a one-minute yeah. lead time. And then we get to the first obstacle, and it was like some people just didn't know how to approach it. And it was just kind of a slight log jam. I
0: I'd, I'd be curious to hear,
1: Tom, you were in sport. I was technically. Did, yeah. did
0: you did you run into people from the expert category when you hit? No. The okay. No. Yeah. Not a, not that's, much. That's of what a I'd imagine. That, I think. Yeah. I think. that the, first
2: couple of first couple, but I think after that, it really separates out. You know.
0: Yeah. I mean, one of the <laughs> one of the divisions between like sport and novice at an event like this is like skill level might be identical, but some people want to do the two lap and some people want to do the one lap.
1: Okay. That was my
0: um, idea. Yeah. Yeah. So that that might be why that kind of jam up happened. But
2: anyway, that being said, it was. um I think being out there, like and knowing the course ahead of time, it didn't help well, really
1: I, as much I as know like prepare exactly me. Where you know? You're talking about too. Yeah, you um, you know that, that course. That's
0: yes. Um, it's a it's a really rocky section that uh, on a good day in good weather is tricky to navigate. Yeah. Um, yeah so in like unpredictable condition weather is uh even trickier to navigate and you have to be like e- either you power up it or you are off the bike and like running up it and they're really, hiking a bike like there's really only like one main path through it that you can ride up so anyone that hops up in front of you um it's it's gonna become a cross race all of a sudden, yeah, pick it up that first, that first stretch. <laughs> you could tell and, the uh, people who had
2: like picked their bikes up in a cross race before because they did it the yeah. correct way, like on the <laughs> shoulders and i'm I'm so like, I'm, you know, you see it and you're like,, ha, ha, ha. but I'm still holding on uh, by like the top tube like an idiot, so
1: third, third perspective uh you could bring studded tires, but uh there wasn't much help in you if you couldn't physically ride the bike. You were now running on ice up a rocky flight hey. of stairs. <laughs> Essentially, um, basically, like not a knock against the event, not a knock against rock hard racing. Um, I, I got to say, uh, I think I'm going to jump out there on this one, but Borderland, not my favorite park. Um, <laughs> really? That's it's your... just, well, it's known for being technical, but so is Freetown and Freetown's like my favorite. I know that's very hypocritical of me. I don't know what sure. it is, but I've only been to Borderland twice counting this event, uh, both times before this event at different stages of my life. fun Uh, fact about borderland knives out was filmed there was it really what anyone
0: has watched that movie so just thought i'd
1: good movie yes the
0: i believe the inside shots are filmed inside that little uh uh i don't know what the uh what the building is called but the borderlands thing (laughs) that's on
1: uh beautiful park nothing against it um really love i gotta tell you uh like the first Two, two and a half miles of the course are not my favorite. The rest of the course, especially when there's a little room to run, I really enjoyed on the fat bike. And uh, that was a lot of fun. Like it, it was a fun event. It was cool, but, um, you know, like some of these rock things were quite, quite challenging, at least for someone like myself. Um, and I just, yeah, like I kind of needed to work. So <laughs> um, I was off the bike. I was uh, kind of, doing a lot of walking personally, uh, but made it through unscathed. I did at one point, like go down on my left knee, like superhero landing style um, that didn't feel super great. Didn't, no, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah. Um, basically this is one point where you got to pick up like your front wheel about 18 inches only to have it like be in a trowel where you then have to pick it up again. Um, and for whatever reason I went for it, like knowing full <laughs> well, I, I couldn't do it in August. Um, but I tried it and, uh, basically my studded tires, I think actually caused my rear wheel to slip on the bare rock. I could be wrong. I could just be making that up. I don't well, that's know. The thing, I've that's what it, it, that's know. what it felt like though. Basically like I got the front wheel up once got it up a little cockeyed the second time uh spun the back tire and just like wham I'm on my knee and I actually like sat there for a second like am I okay is this gonna start hurting yeah kneeing kneeing a rock is not fun (laughs) yeah and knock on wood like it just it honestly just felt like I got whacked and uh I kept going but like yeah the towards the end like some of the like more open, flowy bits, especially when you're. I believe they they were either fields or ponds. You couldn't tell because it was a snowstorm. <laughs> um, but like, yeah, that was really, really memorable riding. It was super cool how it.
2: Oh, how the it snow was coming out. down the entire time, like yeah. and increasing. Like it was the start in the snow, like the finish in the. Dr- I, like I, the was, I was I was super snow.
0: jealous <laughs> that morning when I saw that it was like snowing. It was
2: Riley the- loves Riley. Sad that everybody oh, listening. Riley man, friggin right. loves riding in snow. Oh, like yeah, actively
1: falling, stuff, like, yeah. That yeah. is the best, the best kind of fat biking is when it's like I shouldn't even be out here. Like, that's when it's <laughs> yeah. really prime. Um, another, another issue, too, I would say, uh, in defense of the event, in defense of the park. Um, I know I have my opinion of it, um, but I also clipped in. I rode my Pugsley, which is my quote unquote pedaling fat bike. Um, my other one's kind of more of a goof. Um, And I clipped in because in my experience, like since I've been quote unquote fat biking or whatever, like I usually take my fat bike out to a more open area and embrace the fact that I am riding on terrain that uh, I wouldn't be able to do on a normal bicycle and being satisfied with that versus actually doing like technical skill based crazy rock garden you needed those things. you need those
2: gears in this course
1: it's so yeah, tricky th- in the first you part you definitely needed the gears and you definitely needed studs um and I'm not trying to be a stud elitist in fact I ended up on studs with like 2 days to go it was a super nail biter experience Talk about uh, yeah talk about that um so basically um I described this place to a uh a Mr. Allen who owns uh co-owns motorcycles 508 um, and obviously one of my direct superiors um, I mentioned that Aside riding... from me, that is Yeah, that too um, And he's, he's, let's just say He's put a lot of miles in in the woods On two wheels uh, Be it motorized, non-motorized, you name it uh, If you bring up a place in Southeastern New England, there's a good chance He's, he's been there at some point point. And I said to him what I was doing this weekend um, And he proceeds to just go Borderland, huh? That's a collarbone. Um, that was all he said. <laughs> and he then pointed at a, uh, a set of studded tires um, that he uses when he takes an e-fat bike out. Um, and he basically told me like, I can't have you hurt. Put those studs on your bike. <laughs> um, and so I tried, but they were 4.8s and they don't fit on the Pugsley. So I ended up buying um, and shout out to him. Cause you know, he, he obviously took care of me. Um, I ended up buying a set of 26 by 4.0, um, studded V tires. I believe they're called snow avalanche, um, off of him. And I'm sure probably he was thrilled to get rid of them too. Cause I can't imagine they were super current. Um, but yeah, so I bought a set of studs, um, Thursday night I installed them. Uh, the ride was Sunday. Um, I was losing the rear tire spontaneously, but consistently, uh, up until Saturday at noon. Did
2: you just um, keep? Did you dump a gallon yeah, of sealant in every day?
1: Pretty much. I do this thing with keep pumping it up, keep pumping it up. Yeah, enough muck off to get it to stop leaking. Um, I actually brought it to work on Saturday and babysat it. Um, which basically, what I mean by that is, uh, it's something I refer to a tubeless where you're adding sealant, you're leaving the tire either on bike or in a truing stand and you're continually spinning it. Um, and you're just keeping the air pressure up. If anything overinflated, Um, I was trying to keep that thing at about 30 PSI until it just stopped losing air. Um, and yeah, finally made it. And I got to say though, uh, to Al's credit, the studs made all the difference. I still didn't do well, mostly because I clipped in, I should have been on flats. Um, However, once you were off the bike again, like you basically needed crimp ons in the spots you'd have to get off the bike, you needed like studded shoes. <laughs> Dude,
2: me and Justin, or uh, sorry, um, shout yeah, out Justin shout by out the to way,
1: Justin, by the way, yeah. <laughs> he was, uh,
2: we, we got to one section. I'm like, yeah, I ripped down this in the rip mode yesterday, but I'm like, this is sketchy as shit on this oh, bike yeah. in these conditions. And we both looked at each other. I'm like, I'm walking. He's like, I'm walking. And yeah. then we get down like halfway. I'm like, it's actually more dangerous not.
1: Oh like walking yeah, walking
2: than riding. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, I can tell you that uh, that was my first real ride on like mature studded tires. I had like made a set for the Pugsley way back in the day. They're really stupid. They just yeah. got screws through them. Uh, there's no real like riding them. Um, but yeah, studded tires on your fat bike. Listen, I know it's a hit financially in the beginning, um, but it's worth the money. Um, I would say if you're if you're really interested in riding your fat bike over winter. Uh, you know, when you're not going to do a ton of pavement or anything, in the meantime, throw studs on it. Um, I, I will from now on. I mean, I, may, I bit the bullet. I made the investment, so I kind of got it. I mean, um, if
0: you're like, if you're sitting at home and money's no object, you, you get a second set of wheels that has like the studded set. Yeah. So you don't have to worry about like freaking. Well, it's it definitely out. a pain. Yeah, definitely them a pain and nonsense. To the yeah. But obviously, that's that's a significant investment. So. um Actually, I yeah,
2: prefer. you must have been loving that. Especially at the end, when it was was a sheet of ice for like a mile and a half.
0: Oh, yeah, the roads, the roads down there, the road sections, the year that I did it and it was icy, the road sections were the sketchiest part. Yeah. The rest of it was actually manageable,
1: but the road sections were terrifying. Studs would have been perfect. Yeah. They they definitely were sketchy. And how you can, what's really creepy about studs if you haven't ridden them, um, having put this ride in this. And again, this is my first ride, um, with them really like cohesively, you can hear them working. That's yeah. The trick. It sounds so cool. Of, yeah. All of a sudden you'll hear this kind of scrapey sound. Um, and you'll realize like, Oh, Oh, this is a sheet of ice. And I'll tell you what, it doesn't make it any less unsettling. Um, I'll tell you that. Cause I'm still like my, you know, my like uh lower back starts like almost tightening up. getting ready yeah you're puckering you're not not just your butthole
2: your entire body puckers
1: yes um and like yeah you can you can hear it and on those fire roads though that too the studs really did a big favor for me there because like i said that's like the pedaling is what ironically enough i never thought i'd say this out loud but the pedaling is the part i'm good at um (laughs) <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, In this day and age, I guess. So that was fun to kind of open it up on some of those. And it's like, oh, OK, like, yeah, I can breathe. Yeah, I can pedal a bike. Like here we are. It's winter. Everything is not lost. Um, Isn't this cool? That was neat. But like there, I got to say, there were a few points like technical wise. Like I was really questioning my decision, um, especially to clip in um, what was happening. I, c- to me I can't like, imagine what
2: that would have been like to clip it. I'm so glad yeah, I don't enjoy that
1: life right now. I I clipped in. I can tell you my mistake. This is not an excuse. Um, I clipped in thinking about those pedaling sections because I liked them and they're yeah. what I remember. They're what I remembered of the park. Um, I really just like completely was blindsided by that first two two and a half miles. I really was. Um, you know, take it or leave it. Take me at my word, I guess. Um, I could have. I definitely could have like checked this place out or pre rode it or whatever. I just didn't. Um, it, was some, it was something to do in the winter You know what I mean And it's a nice memory um, And I had fun with Ed and Justin um, Who both beat me by miles Literally Because um, yeah, I basically I'd put a foot down And as soon as I'd start walking And I, I love my shoes, nothing wrong with them Great winter shoes uh, But they would start picking up Like all oh, the yeah. snow And actually yeah. Ed, Ed can vouch for me on this Because when we were hanging out at the finish line I actually managed to clear a bare grass patch in the field everywhere I stood on my shoes. I don't know why that was, but I was picking up towards the end. I was picking up like inches of snow with my feet per step. You see that? Yeah. Well, it was, that? I mean, it was a wet snow too. Like, it, yeah. Yeah. Ironically be, because it was perfect fat bike snow, which was like, basically perfect snowman snow if you know what that is yeah it's uh it comes down dry you can shake it off but if you were to actually pack it in your hand it would pack right up um my shoes were just like clogging with snow and like there was there was actually one or two good points where it was like i thought i was in my pedals and i was cooking along and all of a sudden my my right knees like next to my ear you know what i mean like oh i guess i wasn't in my pedal yeah Um, welcome my life Ed's, Ed's showing pictures. Like and crotch. My crotch. Beard froze. Uh, my beard actually, like the last two or three inches of it, all froze solid, like dreads. It's a young and, Santa,
2: uh, right? the, on old, the way, young Saint Nick.
1: <laughs> on, the, on the way in that like final run in through the fire roads and stuff, like I could feel my beard like swinging. It was the weirdest feeling of like feeling weight dangling. Um, maybe I'm gonna get rid of this thing. I don't know. It's getting kind of dumb. <laughs> I was thinking was
2: about it? that too. Not gonna lie. So the, the only, only
1: problem is, so I actually, I've had this beard uh, for, this is not time for, I've had this beard for over a hundred pounds, I think at this point, if that makes sense. Um, So like, I've had this beard since I was significantly heavier. So I don't know what I look like under here.
2: Dude, do um, it one day. I'll, I'll, I'll see if, so I'll, I'll know if I can do it with you. Well, the, well, I need a haircut though.
1: I, the reason I say it with trepidation is, is, uh, and I hate to call them out, but I don't think they're ever going to listen to this. My father and my sister have the weakest chins you've ever seen. Um, <laughs> they look like Bob's burgers <laughs> people. I love it. And I, uh, and I'm terrified to shave the beard and find out I've got that chin.
2: Um, got to find out at some point.
1: <laughs> yeah. It'll probably be this summer.
2: Um, is that you? Yeah,
1: no, that, so, oh yeah, that one's me. And then, like, two photos later, there's a guy in some flannel on an old Pugsley Ops. I'd like to shout him out, even though I don't know his name. Uh, yes, that gentleman there. So he's in some Man, thing. look at him. Looks like he's in he's look at my a, soul. Oh, yeah. He's got a vest, and he's got an <laughs> I old think Pugsley he, Ops. I think that is Old Man Winter. That so literally he is. Pull, he pulled up next to me at the start line, and I couldn't help but, and I hope he knows, like, I was not trying to condescend top my shining, glistening Pugsley. I looked right at him and I was like, damn sweet bike. And I'm dead serious. That Pugs ops is uh, basically it's an all of drab Pugsley. That's surly made. I want to say they sold them as complete. Um, but it's just like a Pugsley. That's a tank. I'm pretty sure I've got this bike. Correct. If I'm wrong, I'm so sorry, sir. Um, I'm, uh, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure you're listening, but anyway, <laughs> this dude, this dude showed up in a flannel, a vest, jorts, um, leggings and like I want uh, yeah he was smart enough to run flats I believe it looks like on an old Pugsley ops and uh so when I told him nice bike he hit me with nice beard and frankly his beard was significantly better maintained than mine <laughs> mine's pretty ratty um his was like you know he looked like Gandalf but yeah yeah good on you good on you sir you're a man after my own heart
2: uh, um, I, th- I think Mike posted a picture of him like his a, a, his username is Belgian something
1: Belgium oh, so something. you can good find him. him you can get good for be belgian something belgian something, <laughs> something yeah, mi- yeah missed connections <laughs> missed connections it's <laughs> he justin in the background. The podcast people. connections yeah there's a good shot of justin and ed and yeah shout out to justin uh just i'm not sure how regularly he listens i know he's mentioned listening a couple times um justin if you're listening he's a malls guy i would consider him a malls guy anyway from my perspective uh can't say enough nice about you. Good dude. Um, definitely promise to get out there more with you. He's been really pestering me about getting out riding <laughs> outside in the real world. And uh, I'm just too cold. and I'm hiding in my burrow. He um, so rides well um, in the, uh, in the tech yep. too. I was followed Promised- up for a pretty good amount of oh, the race. Yeah. Oh yeah. Promise to, uh, to make it up for you. Once the, once the world starts turning green again, my friend. Um, for sure.
2: Yeah. I had the, I had, honestly I had the exact opposite experience you had. Someone's loving it by the way um yeah
1: and uh i i don't know her name um that we're looking at pictures of people
2: she was the one that had the flat no no yeah
1: and she was like she was a whole mood <laughs> she was really cool because i i ended up kind of catching up to her at one point and i knew like she's definitely like a fast person i want to say um but yeah, she had like a malfunction with her bike. I guess she had like a tubeless setup and she knew there was no sealant in it and it was going flat on. Oh, Cause yeah. I offered, <laughs> I was like, Hey, listen, you know, you want a CO2 or something? Like I got nowhere to be, I think were my exact words. Um, uh, and she was, she just like very calmly explained to me like, Nope, tires fucked. And I was like, Okay. <laughs> yeah <laughs> i was like vala margulis and she was like do d'ohairi and i just kept going
2: send it back um, to you that's amazing
1: yeah not literally sorry that was just me oh all right watching. gotcha how's it? Uh, yeah no it's just me talking stupid that did happen at raspy though somebody yelled it out of a truck
2: i can see that um, raspy yeah
1: that was when the show was like good and still going too so <laughs> it was really cool but anyway uh, great shots by ABW Photography, by the way. As um, usual, he is. Oh. Yeah, so good, yeah. That, that, right? Those shots, those shots at the bridge. I gotta say that Borderland Bridge, where they take pictures at this thing, is so damn photogenic. Um, oh, someone getting sh- some air. Look yeah, shout out to that guy. Yeah, Who this is guy. That, like a framed. Yeah,
2: right, Minnesota. What they call a framed Minnesota.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were around way. for a while. I don't know if they're still around, but they were a thing for a while.
2: I saw a is in a- there somewhere.
1: Man, I love fat bikes. You gotta just love them. It gave me—they're me just, a... just good fun. So you had
2: it. This made you hate Bart, like dislike Bartland, but I had, had the exact opposite effect on me. Like I was okay, like, talk, I think I like it
1: more. Me, yeah. Um, Ed, uh, and believe me, don't again. We—I've joked about being the giant gravel counterweight on this pro, on this podcast. So like, do not take what I say as a true assessment, a mountain biker's assessment of uh borderland just as a disclaimer Ed, where is your number going
0: what is happening oh it definitely oh, yeah. was
2: i threw it on like like one second left and oh, definitely just God. like flapped around
0: it's basically Ed. just just on his party fell break
1: line ed's <laughs> number it. is falling off the whole time Everything's sick it's a sick picture though
2: everything everything fell apart actually i'm not gonna lie it was um <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah. Though, that's a good way to describe that day, what though. else what else fell, fell apart was,
2: It was, um,
0: talk to me about your dropper lover.
2: It was the first time, basically, like I put together Borderlands. Like, I'd been there a bunch of times, we'd done it before, but it was like, I don't know, everything kind of made sense here, except basically 0.5 miles on the race. So you get to this first feature here, I'm assuming it's this black trail here. Um, there's a climb, there's a climb. And I see Tom and I'm like, okay, th- I think I'm doing good then. You know what I mean? Tom's like, I'm like, you good? And he's like, he, he just looks at me and goes, oh yeah, buddy, it's going to be a good one. And I was like, okay, so Tom's, Tom's on a th- thing right now. I was like, he's mechanically good. I'm gonna ke- I'll catch up. I'm just going to keep going. You know, um, It was chaos for a little bit. I passed some people and I feel like if I had been, I should have been more aggressive, but I wasn't really like race orientated, I guess. Like I just wanted to have fun. But now I'm looking back and I'm like, I should have just kept pushing. Like, I could have pushed hard and like passed, like, and just done it. So the first one goes good. And I get to the second one and there's a guy just standing like in the middle of the the trail. And I'm like, what the hell? Like, hey, you okay? Like, you good? And he just looks at me and goes, yeah, I just dislocated my shoulder. And I was like,
1: oh, God. Oh, my God. Like, I saw him as well. And uh, I ended up looking at the person who was riding with me, um, who I believe actually this person's name was Greg. Shout out to Greg. Um, Shout out to Greg. I'm sure he's an avid listener, and uh, (laughs) no doubt. (laughs) Basically, he was like, I I I looked at him and I was like, "Isn't that like bad for your arm?" Like (laughs) to this other, not to the guy, but to this other person. And he was like, "Yep, yep." And then we just kept, we just kind of kept going because, like, I don't know, like I'm, and don't get me wrong, like yeah, I could have just stood there with him, but like I'm not a medical expert. Like, there's nothing I could have done. Well that, that you know I mean? that's why
2: like I kind of felt guilty, but like I sat sat there with him and I was like, Do you need help? Do you want me to bring you somewhere? And he was like, No, I think I'm gonna be yeah. good. I'm gonna walk it off. And I was like, Okay, so mentally I'm like, I'm not gonna stand here with this guy who's like, get away, I'm good. Like maybe he dislocates his shoulder, like <laughs> on the reg. But I was like, All right, well, cool. He said he's good, so I'm out here. Mike, Dude. so first when I got back, Mike's like, Yeah, we have to go to the yeah. shoulder, just send him to the hospital. Mikhail <laughs> was like, "He just sent him to the hospital. I was like, Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I once uh I once picked up a huge sheet of tempered glass at my old job with my one of my closest friends, realistically. Um, and he Hey, wait, minute... I wasn't there. No, I know I said one, of. <laughs> one um, of so um the minute we pick up this sheet of glass, he's just like, My shoulders out, my shoulders out, my shoulders out, my shoulders out, and I'll just never forget the terror of that moment because basically if you know anything about tempered glass, like if you just put this thing down on like a concrete floor, it's going to shatter, shatter. In diamonds and it's like eight feet tall. So yeah, the shoulder being out was like a very triggering thing for me. <laughs> oh, I felt, I felt like, bad uh-oh. for that guy
2: so bad, you know, um, kept pushing, but like I yeah. had, I started having a blast. Like I got used to how the tires, would get traction. I knew where I could basically just let off the brakes and just cruise. And it was like, I had a real amount of fun. Yeah. And the first couple justin was with there. He had some better success over some of the obstacles and climbs he punched through. Um, but like races, like a lot of the times it's just you have people ahead of you that just stop and there's no other option but to get off. Like you can't control that. It's just how it yes. is. You know, it's so, part of racing, basically, you know.
1: And both times at Borderland, I've experienced this thing you're talking about. Um, you mentioned basically you start. Um, you go down this fast, like double track descent, um, and you're all kind of together. And we actually, um, the event director, uh, said into the blowhorn before we took off that like, Hey, maybe chill on this descent. Cause it's all ice. Yeah. Um, which was really good advice and kudos to him for saying that. Um, so we all just kind of ride down this hill. Um, but yeah, you go into, I want to say you bear left you head into the woods and like there's just immediately this super rocky um technical climb and basically you can just look at the traffic jam um it's it's literally like when the highway backs up like you can see it a mile ahead of you just like oh no jesus (laughs) yeah that's when you start throwing elbows and like
0: getting people out of your way yeah. No, nah, no, <laughs> that's like
2: I'm not. It's not that competitive. I'll just chill. But I should the be other, like I could yeah. push harder. You know.
1: The other thing I tend to do, and and again, this is not an excuse. This is just a, a personal policy I have. Is um, Ed, the reason you found me just standing on a hill, <laughs> is because if I get off my bike and I know there are riders behind me who could potentially make it, I will do everything in my power to scramble off the trail and stay there until it's clear for me to go without screwing up somebody else's time. And you can tell me that's like a dumb way to be racing and stuff, but you know what, man? Like I have no aspirations other than like maybe a podium on a lucky day in a sport class ever. Yeah. Like, come on, man. It's I'm not not the, gonna, I, I guess not, it's not that know. big of
2: a deal. You're right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'm not going to go out there and be like a total chat about this. And again, I know it's, it's like a convenient, it's a convenient thing to say when you don't do well, but like for me, this was all about like, I have something to focus on. And then when it's over, uh, I can pick my head up and go, all right, what's next. Oh, spring. Like we're halfway through winter. We signed up for a couple events. I fought the cold off or at least proved that I'm horrible in it. And, uh, yeah, like this was great. It was a lot of fun. It was definitely a different day. Uh, this, this wicked Norista. I recommend the event. I would say maybe do your homework on the park and make sure it's for you, um, particularly maybe in the good weather. But yeah, it was a friggin' blast and like fat biking in a snowstorm. Forget it, forget it. There's nothing better. Yeah, man. Um, nothing better than fat biking in a snowstorm. Truly, uh, that is a just a well. If you're into that sort of thing, if you're into cycling for the adventure of it, for the for the experience of it, rather than necessarily pure numbers or you know, um, I'm pretty obviously I'm pretty passionate about this. Uh this
2: podcast brought yeah. to you by Rock Hard Racing.
1: Yeah, pretty much. But yeah, <laughs> fat biking and a snowstorm. And for the record, I actually said to Mike at the beginning of that, I was like, what kind of friggin' rain spell did you do? Like this yeah, is it was, it was the perfect, yeah. like it was the perfect day for it. You must be psyched for that. About, about two inches fell by the time we started. And I'd say by the end of it, there was about three and a half inches on the ground, yeah, and about perfect. a six six to eight inch total for the storm. Yeah. Uh, everybody kind of shook hands and agreed to go home for a hot shower and regroup. Yep. <laughs> and man, was that a nice day of laying around. Once I unpacked the car, uh, yeah, basically right. Um, oh yeah, it was did my great. work today. Yeah. Great event, a, a pair of great events too. Um, I know it's a separate episode, but loved the winter woolly for what it was, and loved this for what it was too. So I was, I was
0: going to call this pair of episodes. Ed, did you
2: have something to say? Yeah, yeah, yeah. so Tom, right after I saw you, mm-hmm. right, maybe five minutes after that, I'm like, hey, this, is, this is a lot of rattling. What the hell's going on with my bike, right? Like, something's definitely absolutely fucked. <laughs> oh, yes. about, us to, about things. <laughs> I'm about to die, right? <laughs> so it seems like you feel it and you hear it and you're like, okay, so your mind starts racing. What the fuck is that? I'm yeah, like, my head sets loose. I'm going to die. I'm like, Riley said it was fine. I'm going to die. <laughs> At one point, I got to hit the dropper. Just not there. Look down. It's just not. It's not connected.
0: You got to you gotta, you gotta uh... back up about this dropper lever and like how you made this dropper happen. Because
2: I just I, I needed a dropper post in like, Winter, the Winter quickest Wooly, way. You
0: did not have a dropper. Yeah. Which was fine because it's downhill. So you just, just drop the seat. Yeah. A week later, you decided dropper you need. So walk me through how you acquired such items.
2: It's basically one week away. There's no time or money to basically get a quality dropper that you can like wait on and like plan for. I had a random 125-27.2 dropper that Riley had given me because I thought mine was broken, but it was just me being an idiot with a cable. So I have this one laying around, but it doesn't match because the bike's a 30.9. So I'm like, what F this? I'm going to run it. I don't know if it works. I don't care. Like I'm going to get a shim. So I shimmed it. got a cable. It's external, so I just zip-tied in the worst, in the absolute worst way. I used the wrong size (laughs) zip ties. It looks horrible. I used three of them to make one size zip tie enough to get it around there, right?
1: My question, do you razor finish your zip ties so you don't get the cuts?
2: I made the mistake of cutting them and it was like barbed wire on my legs basically, so (laughs) this is going to be really bad, you know?
1: They were everywhere. They're all over the bike. It but works. If using if you're using zip ties, you gotta razor finish them. You gotta. It
2: works though, right? So I'm like, whatever. This is all I cared about. Like, is work working dropper? But I didn't really take into the fact, like, the account, like, the fact that I'm in a basement that's kind of warm and it's not freezing. So it worked fine in the basement. And when I get outside to use it, it was like 28. I don't know. It was cold. Dropper just barely goes back up. So I'm like, wow, this is gonna be really interesting. <laughs> so that thing shears off like. A mile and a half into the race.
0: <laughs> the lever just came <laughs> just, right off. It <laughs> just came off the bike
2: and it's flopping around. So I'm like, well, wow, that's the noise. I take it, wrap it around, and it's just hanging, but it's out of the way. And I'm like, okay, maybe if I stop, I can actuate it. Or if I need to, like it's workable. And I basically just plan to not have one and adjust accordingly for basically the entire rest. Of the
0: race. <laughs> but things I'm, are
2: exponentially more sketchy. You know what I mean?
0: So wait, did, did I hear, where did this lever come from?
2: it's $11 Amazon no-name <laughs> aluminum yeah. lever that I just needed it was the quickest I could get it it was like two days so I was like I'm not going to spend $60 on a lever I, I have mean, to wait a week and a half You know,
1: realistically <laughs> though you ju- you just need a bolt right? Yeah, I mean, you just I, lost the little bolt so the bolt sheared Yeah, funny, that's not, that's funny enough bad, all things considered. it came with did two,
2: it, e- two extra bolts
1: <laughs> <laughs> did it, they know <laughs> did it break or did it fall out
2: it's just yeah. gone it just backed out yeah
1: yeah, oh that's I fine that. then yeah,
2: so it didn't it didn't shear the the housing i don't think yeah you
1: know? good all little, right little dabble, go. dabble, so it's, a it's still a lever
0: it's it, yeah it didn't function that day but you can make it, it
2: function. it will again. i'm gonna like, lock tight and glue yeah. it basically yes. back in place you know <laughs> no, dabble, it's, dabble. it's never coming off again
0: I, I thought you meant it actually like sheared
2: but I'm, I'm not fixing it up during the race so i'm like yeah
1: same same results for for that day yeah my uh at one point, because of a an unfortunate line choice I made, I uh froze <laughs> my front brake open. Uh-huh. uh oh, was, okay. yeah. Yep. Tom yep. hit Turtle I've Rock
0: at the wrong way. Yeah.
1: I've seen Shimano's. Is that do what that? it's called?
2: Turtle Rock. Yeah.
1: So um basically I'm I'm in one of these mythical places I'm talking about about maybe two thirds of the way through the lap, I'm guessing, um at this point. But uh, I'm at one of these mythical spots where I quote unquote have room to run. Um, and I'm pedaling and I'm feeling good. And I come to this, this spot where the snow ends, there is a muddy wallow, um, with standing water on either side of this giant boulder. Um, and basically I chose to go to the left, which I would imagine if you're familiar with borderland, you just started spitting out coffee in your car. Um, because when I went to the left, I was suddenly not only up over my hubs and my bottom bracket, but like, I was up to like my vertical water bottle, um, height. Like I just immediately jumped into water, like up to my knees while pedaling my bike is what it felt like. And luckily, luckily, just in case one of the things I always do in that situation is, uh, I'll try to like pull up on my bars and pedal a small, like wheelie into that situation, just in the hopes of staying level and not going immediately over the bars. And, uh, thank God I did. Um, and so I managed to clean that, like I rode out of it, but it was like, Oh, and I even signaled to another rider, like, do not go left. Um, that's
2: one of those things that doing it the day before helped me because me and, uh, Nikhil hit that and we were both like, Holy shit, like going, to, yeah. You need to say to the left slightly because, I mean, you obviously need to hit it directly and power over it because it's like a slight dip. But after yeah. that rock, the backside, you need to say to the left. So the only reason I knew when I saw that was like, don't go left, don't go right, just go straight over it. Like it's not as bad as it looks. But I could yeah. totally, I could totally see basically everybody in front of me doing so- the, same, the same thing you did, and <laughs> oh, just yeah. like getting absolutely soaked. There was some, <laughs> well- there was some sections where it was wet, but that was probably the deepest I saw people eat it. It was kind of funny.
1: Yeah. And so all my waterproof stuff, like the 686 pants, that Bontrager jacket, my Mavic drift shoes, all that stuff worked. Um, <laughs> I felt the sensation of being underwater and that was it. Um, thank thank goodness. But as I emerged from that, um, I would point out that I don't rock a lot of carbon stuff. So my bike is metal. My rims are metal. My spokes are metal. My hubs are metal. Uh, when you get the Pugsley wet, it freezes. <laughs> Um, it just does. And uh so my front brake, like basically my whole bike up to the level of this water bottle until I got like into the car and turned the heat on was just like ice. And uh part of that was my my front XT like trail finny pad brake that was just like, huh, I guess my front brake doesn't work anymore because it was just it was just stuck like I'm
2: couldn't... frozen. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, but the good news is, is fat biking, especially like cross-country fat biking, you really, I'd almost argue, you almost don't need your brakes. Like, you stop pedaling and you'll just stop. Yeah, <laughs> so, like, there's enough there's
2: enough regen braking, basically.
1: Yeah there's, yeah, there's enough drag in general that you'll be fine. Uh, I didn't notice it, basically, until I was done, because uh, it was all kind of, like, either flat or slightly uphill from there. But that was a malfunction. Like, that, that could have got scary. Yeah, that was a good... Ending.
2: Honestly, that was, I was going to say that last point, if there's a lot more to saying you hit that, you had that problem probably at the best point
1: Yeah. because was, there was dead no more dead flat and then uphill from there. That was it.
2: It was, Um, I think you had Bob's trail to go. Bob's trail was, might've been sketchiest for me. Cause it was like, that was after I'd passed turtle rock and I get around to like where the ambulance, the guy was like, there's an ambulance. And I was like, Holy shit. Um, somebody's hurt. I'm going to keep going though. Um, <laughs> it basically, I think, it, I think that's yeah. the point where like you hit Bob's trail and, I was like, okay, there's no more I also, elevation. Uh, I can basically turn it on now and like burn, like you said, you know.
1: Yeah, exactly. But it got sketchy um, for me because
2: I was going so much faster and like it somehow was slushier in the shade in the shady areas. So like I almost like spilled out like three or four times in the woods just with the quick turns and I was like, What the hell? Right before I hit that flat road and just started ripping and caught up to like two or three people that like had passed me before.
1: Yeah, and just for the record, like uh, I know, I just want to make it abundantly clear, like I know I shared a semi-negative opinion on Borderland the park. <laughs> um, like, hey, if I'm just way off base on this and I'm wrong, like I'll happily go with you in the good weather, and like I'll bring a real bike, and we'll like show me. I guess. Um, I had yeah. more. I had more uh, fun
2: with the fat bike in the snow than I did in the rip in the dry.
0: Yeah, I believe um, that. it wasn't um, necessarily dry.
2: It's true. Yeah, I guess I can't really count it. In the dry, it's a really fun time on on the ritmo, I guess. But now it makes me kind of pumped to want to try it in the fat bike in the summer. But anyway, that's not the point of this episode. Um, Yeah, I think that was probably the perfect bike part for you to lose brakes, basically, because after that, it was like you didn't really need that much more control over like nuanced stuff, you know?
1: Yeah. And other than that, like you know, the Pugsley, the old man stays together. Um, (laughs) Like that's you know i know it's like foofy and pretty and stuff but like the actual parts that are on it are all pretty bulletproof yeah uh, i mean and 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 they're there for a reason so
2: you were chugging you were still chugging to the end you know got you there
1: yeah what are you gonna do you know it was, fun to, it was definitely fun to uh pedal and feel like oh wow i'm breathing real air oh wow i <laughs> passed a real person um that was that was cool you know versus nice, right? uh, yeah versus the virtual you know click click and uh, shoot cycling I'm doing a, a I, I got
2: so much more um, satisfaction out of that right outside
1: oh for sure um, yeah and like seeing people and laughing about stuff and like i don't know it was great it was a good time
2: speaking of your bike by the way i just want to mention that the lift ticket had again chugged through the main the oh, main yeah. the main parts killing it out there like i'm enjoying that thing immensely lately
0: the pictures of that bike look phenomenal too. yeah yeah it does it, like, right stands out. pictures of that bike from that day look awesome yeah. especially Old when days. you can't when you can't see the shitty paint job because you're <laughs> far away
1: yes you're just now nah, you're just hypercritical of your own work the bike is really no, cool yes but also the paint job was very shitty <laughs> yeah
2: we yeah, did We no, did have some guys that went to Wooly. Really be like hey what is that it's a cool paint job you know what i mean
1: yeah Showing and then they looked up close trying yeah it ain't trying it, it is what it is she's a 10 I footer like yes <gasps> i like
2: it i had plenty of I had, the tires to me are very predictable like i mean you know when you can look and know in the situation you're going to get into if you know the terrain like where it's going to be
1: and you know, where it's going to get it's kind of nice Riley, I hate to say it, um, I gotta, I gotta agree with Ed here. I gotta differ, differ with you on Bud and Loop. I, I found um, them fine in the
0: snow, like fine. But it. still, I, I would rather have the Van
1: Helges in the snow. And I need to try
2: guy. those. I need that's to try right. those, huh?
1: I'd actually even go a step further and say the Van Helges for a year round. Oh um, yeah, absolutely. That's Van, yeah, that's Van Helges, what I mean. Van yeah. Helges are a tire you could, you could literally just keep on your bike. Do they have those in Blackwall? Yes. Oh yeah, I have them. Um, well, not I... not at the moment.
0: Nothing is available. But... <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, I have yes. a set. <laughs> in theory, yes.
2: I'd be I'd, I'd I'd be open to trying to get like a set yeah. of those on there and see.
0: Yep. Yeah, yeah the button and lose were fine in the snow, but like even I feel like the Van Helga does better than them
1: in the snow too. Well, the, wow. thing with, um, the thing with the buds and the loose and really any, I'll I'll go out and say it because I still want them to sponsor me, but maybe they won't after this. <laughs> surly, Surly Surly tires tend to be overbuilt. Let's say, um, they tend to have even their one hundred and twenty TPI stuff uh, tends to be on the heavier side, um, tends to be on the deader feeling side. However, I'll point out that a lot of their tires set a completely new tire size standard. In a tire logic standard. And uh, Bud and Lou are case in point on that, as was the surly Nate um, in my Pugsley's era. But yeah, like Bud and Lou are on the Moonlander. Love them. They're definitely not a great tire to pedal around. So kudos to you, Ed. Um, hey, I, I guess like, I don't know anything
2: different. So I don't have the luxury of knowing it. anything better. <laughs> Ignorance the is the bliss, snow, baby.
1: In the snow. Um, they definitely like, you can tell, like they're, they're probably the best tires I've personally ridden in snow. I would say in terms of just grip. Um, I really, really liked those at winter woolly. Um, and these V tire snow avalanche studs that I rocked on the Pugsley love those too. Um, not necessarily, I don't know how I feel about them in snow. I kind of screwed my tire pressures up that day. You can see it in the picture. Like I'm definitely running too much in the front. Um, should but, have checked
2: mine. Damn it! I didn't. Yeah. I haven't checked. shout out to rally. I still haven't checked the air <laughs> pressure in those things in like three weeks. <laughs> so, sorry, sorry, Tom. I just want to say like
1: it's been that oh, good. <laughs> that was that was pretty much it. I uh, I'm happy with uh, both bike choices for each event respectively. I'm happy with the tire choices I made. Um, I just wish I should have done flats. Not that it would have saved me from the walking aspect, but it would have helped me getting back on and stuff. Um, definitely definitely thinking i might be jumping to the flats in the snow crew
2: oh they're so good in the snow they're so good in the snow
1: it's yeah, just, it's, it just it's makes a, sense it's yeah, a good it,
0: call on any ride that you think you're going to be on and off honestly yeah
1: and um, again where where i seem so confident in clipless before like i said it's just because i'm basically doing the same gravel riding i'm doing in the summer in six inches of snow on my fat bike. Yes yeah, yeah um, any so kind
0: of not... normal like if you have like a cross-country loop that you don't think you're going to be dismounting on in the snow then fine stay clipless but yeah um any kind of off and on ride you, flats are nice flats for life yeah. flats for life
1: yeah so that's the moral of that story lesson learned you know
2: oh Sweet. man look at that scenery look at the snow
0: yeah i know it was an awesome day i'm, oh, I'm was jealous
1: that's a uh, that's that's a memory and um the best shot. Two, so oh, the, the glasses! Day. Oh
0: my God, what <laughs> is happening
1: there? Looks like he's holding them in his mouth. There's a
0: picture. Oh, he's losing them. I believe that's Ryan Avery losing, losing his, glasses his glasses into yeah. a river.
2: <laughs> this is a funny one. Yeah, what the heck is <laughs> this? The moment they got yeah. tossed in the river.
0: <laughs> uh, Ryan, feel free to reach out if you ever listen to this. Uh, to let us know. Did you, did you get your glasses back? Did your glasses survive this day? A, um, that is a funny series of pictures. And if really. not, we and were will, they were they expensive? We will help you hold awake if needed. Um, so yeah,
1: and just because because we know you're listening, um, and you probably can't see it, <laughs> so we're watching a very fast young cyclist uh come over the same bridge you've seen pictures of Ed and my goofy self on. Um, and he appears to have his glasses in his mouth in the first shot, or he's like reaching to try to catch them. Um, and then in the second shot, they're just in they're the gone. air in front <laughs> of him. They're just in the air in front of
2: him. And then if they not focus shot, on that,
1: yeah, look there's straight one ahead. Shot of them flipping through the air, and then they're just gone. In the last one, one. That's an awesome. Sequence oh of no, they're still there. Okay, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you should make a of, GIF
2: out of that. That's great.
1: Shout out to you, Ryan. Not, not only are you extremely fast, but you are quite funny. You, you see this guy? Situation. With the short sleeves. Wow, with shorts.
0: Man. Uh, or at least uh, one bear. No, leg. it looks like he had uh, he had leg warmers on and it's just fallen down. Oh, maybe. Still, yeah. that's,
2: that's extreme. That's Jesus Christ. Yeah.
0: Anyway. And um, shout
1: out to anyone who rode a normal mountain bike that day. God love you. Oh, skinny, skinny you. class!
2: I was like, you guys are crazy.
1: Yeah, you won't hear that but, too often. Like, you didn't bring a fat bike. You're an yeah. idiot. Um, if you want to see these yeah. pictures, they are out there. You can find them on.
0: Is
2: it ABW uh, underscore photos?
1: Yeah, I believe it's at ABW underscore photo um i believe he does most of rock hard racing's events and, if not all uh,
0: you can you should also be able to find it either on like i think they usually post it on like the results page on the facebook page for rock hard racing and wicked Norista. Uh, if you want to look at some of these pictures because it looks like it was an it was a great day um are we Oh, uh, so good what do you think are we is that it yeah yes. um
1: Anything? real quick Any anything uh, from this point on, we're looking forward to. Other than
0: our oh well, I mean, first I want to take this opportunity to say, after these two events, uh, winter is officially over. Um, Well, halfway. uh, No, it is. It is over. Uh, So suck it, Punxsutawney Phil. Uh, It is is done. We are done. (laughs) Uh, we've had a 55-degree day. we had a 50-degree day. We've got some more 50-degree days coming up this week. So uh, winter is done. That's a yeah you hear it here, my, here uh, first. Um,
1: my service board would have you believe winter is done. I'll say that. It is. It's over. Yeah. You're done, Ski. Get out of here.
0: On another um, note,
2: thanks. Shout to Mike for putting on a good race. Um, yes, thank you, Mike. Sorry, Rock Hard Racing. Darren Threads.
1: Ride yeah, Maple. Rock hard. <laughs> rock hard racing whoever else I
0: don't know so to Thank celebrate you. the end of winter we have uh, I believe um, Rasputitsa and Mixtape are around the same time I don't remember which one is technically first I think Mixtape might be oh nice yeah. have um, I disclaimed
1: that there's a chance I won't be at Rasputitsa have I disclaimed no. that you
2: Probably. just did right
1: now you just did. are, you well, if, are if I may, a bailing um, a bailing
0: man, bail or gotta. Yeah,
1: um, so oh, I, Ghana? I, d- I don't know yet. I gotta I gotta talk to one of my bosses about it. Um, I have discovered a scheduling conflict at work. Basically, obviously, I work at a motorcycle store. Yeah, yeah. Um, one of my coworkers is a very talented motorcyclist. Um, he races his motorcycle on like tracks, like legit, like not dirt bikes, not like I'm talking like you know supermoto type stuff. Um, and I believe that gentleman is uh, flying somewhere to do so the same weekend as Rasputitsa. And it's kind of one of those deals where, like, we're a small crew. And if he's not there, I better be there and vice versa. If you don't
2: go, um, I'll buy a reg so. off you. Oh.
1: Well, all right, I was actually potentially basically I'm going to clear it with my boss because I'm at a point where I kind of got to book a room the night before or get off the pot yeah um oh i should probably do that too (laughs) yeah so i gotta gotta Uh. figure that out um and basically i'm gonna ask him just like hey should i do this or not what do you think um and you know it's just please understand that yeah i know it's me don't understand it's me bailing on razzle pizza but also like well this person this person no 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 okay Okay, so this person is more than ten years younger than me, and nope, were it nope, nope. were it the other nope. way around, no, nope. I'd want somebody to give up the spot. So nope. I might no. Nope. All right, I mean, I, uh, if you, listen, if if you
2: regretfully have to have to know that it will go to a just cause.
1: The
0: the yes. opportunists are already here, circling. <laughs> There's blood
1: <laughs> in the water. <laughs> I bike, would bike, vultures. Say, uh, anyone, anyone who would call me a coward or what have you for flaking on this pizza, I did not know I would be signed up for. Tower, what do you mean um, you signed up for it? How about this? I'll see you in the heat.
2: I, uh, I literally. Uh, as, uh, what does that mean? That, that what does is that mean
1: <laughs> in the moment? It's directed at you but in case what? any other opportunists what hop on talking this, about hop on this Riley train of marf, marf, you're a coward marf, <laughs> marf. Well, like if, if you if you
2: if you uh, go yeah, to Rasput you you have, you, to, you have you to play that song si-
0: hang on hang on're going we're on. gonna, gonna rehash... sign up for this event how do you not know
1: how did you what I don't understand that it's
2: a shocking um, event
1: the last the last like diary entry before the pandemic of me and this particular rassputizza I paid for um is me being like, I need to lose 24 pounds in like X amount of days and me doing that super unhealthy, toxic, like shit that I used to do of like, Oh, I'm just going to get in shape for this one event. This one event will save me. And it never does. Um, But like, yeah, just, I don't know. Like if you want to call me out on it, I'm just kind of bracing everybody for the blow. But if you want to call me out on it, like talk to me on a 90 degree day in July, let's go. No. 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 Yeah. No. Nope. Oh, see. Nope. Yeah. 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 See how nope. quick it changes. No. 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 not accepting
2: nope. this. Nope.
0: Nope. 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 No. No. No.
1: No. It's because he knows. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> anyway. Yeah. So let me. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, not let me let me, let me
0: know. Let me know.
1: Yeah. Let me know. I'll let you know. We got uh, those, those coming low. up. I suppose that's like first thing tomorrow. <laughs> oh, out, so. sure. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs>
0: Um, so we've got those coming up. Um, we have um, episodes coming up that are exciting. Uh, yes, we have fancy special guests. Hopefully, in the next episode, if we can make that happen. Till um, to the
2: next episode.
0: Yes, this is the the one episode that has been rumored for many years. I have heard rumblings of this episode, and <laughs> we see the rumbling. The no.
2: Seem to be on the verge. Oh, okay. Seem to be on the verge.
0: Um, but anyway, it might finally be happening. So tune in for that if if it indeed happens. Um, what else we got? Anyone else got anything? Any any mixtapes to
1: like plug? And not really, I, I'm definitely any... into the idea of the mixtape. Uh, pretty excited about that. That's always a cool event. Really, really cool event. I know I'm biased. Which one? Um, the mixtape.
2: I've never done the mixtape. I should probably do it, huh?
1: Oh, you, you definitely you attended it, it, it with
0: me. didn't you didn't yeah. you come up on the hill that year
2: yeah but i didn't do it yeah, though you i kind of want to ride hot it this dog time
0: hill. yeah well we'll That'd get there blast. anyway uh okay. i i think that's where we'll end it oh you know full circle uh last episode i ended talking about hot dogs and i just mentioned hot dog hill so well, you're yes, gonna go eat a hot dog um, now you have
2: to eat a hot dog now
0: i i do Oh. You have to bring a hot dog to,
2: to the next time we all ride together. You need to bring a hot dog and eat it.
0: I don't need to bring a hot dog and eat you it. You have that to. Back. Own you have to. I said it now. In your back, Jersey pocket. Shout <laughs> out to Kenny. That's that. Yep. Oh, that is a reality. For <laughs> you you, you need, a, you to need a pocket dog.
2: You pocket Stay dog. Stay
0: tuned for more <laughs> lift Talk. No, not lift Talk. Oh, God. Bike wow, Riley. Wow, Riley. Oh, God.
1: Who are we? It's
2: the bike lane, dude. Get it right. Come
1: oh. on. Oh, Our brand. Our poor brand. We don't go to lift access events. Oh wait.
2: Oh wait. We wait, we just did. On that note, cue the outro. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so that's good. All right. right. Stop sharing. Also, let me just by the way, let me just play this video of my pathetic drop or post again. And Nikhil just laughing at me. Also, just to see how wet it was the day before.
1: Oh yeah, no, it was wet, and there were it parts was, on that course that were mad wet too. He's
2: literally dripping.
1: Oh yeah, there were a few parts of that course. That was like, what is this?
2: Even the cold, it was wet. But yeah, this Believe one right here.
1: It. Believe it or not, Riley, I was I was as kind to that event as I could be in criticizing <laughs> it. Like it was pretty. It was it was pushing it. Tom it didn't look like
2: he it. had too much fun. I'm not gonna lie.